I think Shane fell back asleep. Yeah. I can hear him snoring. <laughs> That's my buddy Adam. Oh, it is someone snoring. Yeah. <laughs> What's really funny is that I had every intention to be ready for the podcast, you know, be ready for the recording. And I'd done a done a roast dinner for me and Adam before he goes home and it doesn't look like he's going home this evening. <laughs> But we sat. I sat there on the sofa, and I was like, Do "You know what? I'll just have five minutes sleep. You know, five minutes. I'll just close my eyes." And the next thing I know, the phone is buzzing. It's quarter past five. Mike's like, "You ready?" And I'm like, "Shit." <laughs> yeah, we thought that we should try to contact you on all forums. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. But I'm alive. Mike almost signed up for was- Twitter just to send you a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Oh, really? So you're telling me I've got to check all my fucking platforms? Just oh man. <sighs> all right, brace yourself, Shane. Gather all your intellect because you're gonna need it. This is a oh, very fuck. important episode. Fuck you I'm off then. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight and a very special episode. Oh, what Three non-Irish people talking about Irish movies. Well, excuse me, how dare you, sir? I, oh, you're I Irish, am half huh? Irish. Oh, wow. My best friend is half Irish, half Mexican. Ooh, that's a good combo. That's an interesting combo. Oh, man. I'm just waking up. You have folders in your cup? I have coffee. That's the best part of waking up. It really is the best part of waking up. Unless it's Folgers, then yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> I hate Folgers. It's disgusting. I, uh, we don't even have Folgers in the UK, I don't believe. That's what, what do you have? In, in college, that's what I would do, like the Folgers crystals. You know, Ooh. it's like 2 a.m., you're trying to stay awake. A couple spoonfuls of that. Cocaine. A little cocaine. Yeah. A couple of lines. That's the cup. Intravenous and with hard drugs, please. Yeah. Put that into your coffee. Now you're ready. <laughs> um, yeah, I have um, Carte Noir, which is probably the only coffee that I will drink. Fancy boy, huh? That's made up. Google it. I don't even know what you said. I don't even know how to spell it. It sounds French. Carte Noir. C-A-R-T-E-N-O-I-R. Carte Noir. Carte Noir. All right, you check out. Yeah, see, select your location. It says France or United Kingdom. <laughs> I, knew it, I knew it was French. <laughs> Say I'm in the United Kingdom. We're going to listen in as Mike buys coffee. There's not a lot I was going to tell and say to you. Um, yeah, I buy this brand called Blue Waffle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Google that real quick. It says, choose a participating retailer below to purchase. And I have options of Waitrose, Sainsbury's, Tesco, Ocado, and Morrison's. I have not heard of any Tesco of Tesco is like a grocery store. 
Oh, you? Yeah. I don't have Tesco by me. No, not by me either. But like, if you're in Europe, I think that's a grocery store, right? Yeah, that is. As is Sainsbury's. Hmm. Interesting. And interesting fact for you Americans: Asda is part of the Walmart group. I don't know what that is. Just in case. What's Asda? Asda is a supermarket chain. Interesting. Yeah. And interesting for you in the UK, Aldi is part of the Aldi group. Yep. Aldi's great. Yep. And we've got Aldi and Little. Mm. Although once I bought uh, some cheese wraps from Aldi and I decided to microwave a hot dog yep. with the cheese yep. wrap. And it wasn't a wrap anymore. It was it was just part of the hot okay. dog at that point. I made and and then when I took it out, I didn't know I knew what to expect. I made almost that exact same mistake, only with a taco. <laughs> I took the cheese wrap and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be great! I'm going to turn this into a taco." <laughs> and I just dumped the the hot meat into it, and it just like melted away, and I had a fistful of meat and cheese. <laughs> and then you think to yourself, and you're like, "Well, yeah, that's." That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Ryan, I, didn't, I didn't know why I expected Ryan, something else. <laughs> Ryan, that's enough about your masturbation habits. Oh, uh, fistful of meat and cheese. <laughs> that's my band name I'm, I'm putting together. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's already a thing. All right. Let's start this because I don't know how much longer Shane's going to last before he has to fall back asleep again. <laughs> no, I'm alright, fuckers. I'm alright. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your host, Ryan. Shane and Mike. And we are back. Oh, my picture frame fell off my desk. Maybe that was that noise last night. My Trailer Park Boys picture fell off the top of my computer. Unbelievable. What? Unbelievable. Welcome, fellas, back to... All You Need Is Blood, episode number 102, if my math is correct. How are you guys doing today? Joining me, my uh, co-hosts, Mike Whittemore oh. and Shane Smith. Yeah. Shane is awake and Mike is gassy. As always. Yeah, what's, what, so it's a normal episode so far. <laughs> Well, on the show, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Our Gmail is AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com. The Facebook group... Oh, God, here comes a sneeze. Nope. Bless you. Nope. All right, I got it. Um... Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood, Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood podcast, and if you're listening to us, it's on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, just type in All You Need Is Blood and subscribe. Alright. You did it. I did it. One breath, and almost a sneeze. 
real close. It's it's still back there somewhere. That's what she said. I hate that. I hate when I'm just like, just get it out. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Snort some of this. Still talking about sneezing, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, fellas, how you guys been doing since our last recording? Terrible. Man. The world is in a, a tailspin of hell. <laughs> so. Is it? Actually, it's getting better. It's not as bad mm. as last year. So, so we've been. What have you been up to, Mike? Uh, I've been very not responsible with my money. Um, I've been buying a lot of things that I shouldn't be buying. Uh, some some movies just came in the other day about Day of the Beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Severin Films, which I've been looking forward to for a very long time. Uh, Val and I were in Chicago, and I bought Essex Space Spin. It's a trauma movie. Have uh, you guys heard of that? No. Is it new? It, uh, I don't know, but it's about a portal that opens up in Essex to go to a different like world, apparently. I bought it just because that's what was on the back cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I, I need to buy this. Um, Deadly Games came in from... Um, uh, Vinegar Syndrome, and I bought 2001 A Space Odyssey from Best Buy. I also have been buying records like crazy. I bought like 20 over the last like two weeks. Um, I bought um, uh, Mr. Bungle's first album, Annihilator, uh, some Two Mole, Power Trip, and the, the really cool thing I bought was I found a an original pressing of Nuclear Salt's Game Over, which is a thrash metal band from the 80s. And it had uh, some initials on there. It says WKRZ or something. And I was like, what the hell is that? So I bought it. It was like 35 bucks. Uh, oh, my God. That coffee, dude. Yeah, coffee doesn't do that. Anyway. I think it does. <laughs> because, I don't know. I just, I just had it. I'm burping. But, yeah, anyway, it was from an old Chicago radio station from the 80s. Hmm. So actually, that that record that I bought was actually used to play on air and stuff, which is kind of oh, neat. that's cool. So that album was probably a uh, an advanced copy as well, because usually they give out they give out copies to radio stations. Oh yeah, copies. Hey, I didn't think about that. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, but I just I didn't even know I I guess it was a very like uh, short lived Chicago metal radio station from like eighty eight to ninety. It was like Z Rock or something. I was like, oh, it's pretty awesome. That's that's pretty neat. A little worth, piece of... Mike, what? it's worth checking out online um, if it like has a barcode and stuff like that on the on the album itself. It's worth checking out because it's more than likely a promo copy that you've got there. Yeah, I have to. I added it on my uh, discogs, but I don't know if it's. It says it's just like the first pressing. Usually, if there's like a promo or a test pressing, then um, I'll say like not for resale it, or something. Well, mm. it'll say it on discogs. It'll say like a promo or test press. But it's kind of cool because this is from Combat Records. This does not have a barcode, and there's some like mistyped tracks on it and everything, which is pretty neat. So um, well, you've got yourself a mispress, which is worth a lot of money. Well, it's apparently it's it's worth about what I paid for it. It's like between thirty five and forty five bucks, yeah. which is worth, pretty neat. It would be worth looking online to see if you can find any other copies of the same album. 
Oh yeah, I mean they're they're on Discog. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's what also is cool is I bought a uh, record cleaner because a lot of my records are old, and I was like, well, there are a lot of dust, a lot of dusty Jesus. I'm still waking up to apparently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you put the the record in this contraption. You fill it with a solution, and there's two brushes on each side. You turn the record three times one way, three times the other way, and it cleans the record. And I, I did that for like two hours for all my really old stuff. And all that dookie water, man. Oof. There's like hair and dirt that's like 30 years old. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So other than that, I've been uh, not doing too much. Cool. How about you, Shane? Getting into anything recently? Um, not really. Uh, I binge watched WandaVision the other night. How is that? It's fucking awesome. Mm. Um, I sat there with the intention of, I knew it was nine episodes. I thought, right, I'll just watch a couple and then I'll go to bed. Next thing I knew, it's five o'clock in the morning and I've done all nine episodes and I'm like, shit. <laughs> I can really go to bed. <laughs> um, it's well worth watching. I loved it. Uh, because obviously I don't have Disney Plus and I had to get it by other means. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, You're going to get um, an email. <laughs> yeah, I don't live in the States. I'm not going to get no fucking email. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm, uh, I basically binge watched the whole thing and I was like, holy fucking shit, it was amazing. And then haven't slept properly since. Basically, oh. um, I have been not doing much at all, just like sleeping when I can get it and trying to remain human. <sighs> Sorry, um, still waking up. Uh, yeah, trying to remain human. Man, the viewers are really in for a special treat with this episode. <laughs> We're all like tired and not all high energy. <laughs> and another thing as well, I reckon, right? See, if we if the clocks haven't gone fucking forward for you lot, I'd be all right. I'd still be on the six o'clock. You know, it'd be like, oh yeah, six o'clock. No, five o'clock. Yeah, that's another thing worth noting. We we are recording this. On daylight savings, so we're all the worst fucking day of the year. I yeah, we're yeah, no. there. Adam's awake. Say hello, Adam. You awake? <laughs> <laughs> He's not snoring now. Oh, oh okay, yeah, we, we caught you snoring. <laughs> yeah, I hate daylight savings, man. I it infuriates me every year. And what pisses me off even more is that Elise is like, oh, I love it. I get like an extra hour of light. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Give me my sleep back. <laughs> give me my hour of sleep back. Yeah. See, that's another thing because we've got that happening in two weeks over here. So in two weeks time, I'll be even more discombobulated and completely furious about everything in the world. Oh, yeah. I thought they were getting, I heard that they were getting rid of it in the states <laughs> yeah right there actually was a proposal in my state last year like you know the whatever that yeah mine too and they were like oh we're gonna get rid of it and i'm like all right but if connecticut gets rid of it but not massachusetts or new york that'll be a problem 
See, everybody will be at different times and everyone everyone will be fucking screaming in rage. Yeah, right? There's one state like that. Isn't, like, Arizona not have daylight savings or something? So all the other states are around. I don't know. <laughs> Bastards. How would that happen? Huh? How would that happen? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know if I can understand the word you just said. <laughs> I thought that was just me, not knowing what the guy was saying. <laughs> no, just you. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. Oh. How about you, Ryan? What have you been up to? Well, I've been. I'm back in Bloodborne, Mike. And for. Yeah, Val's playing Dark Souls at the moment. Oh, man. I had a hankering for it, and I'm like, I'm in it to win it now. Because the last time I played through it, I didn't do any of the dungeons or the DLC. Mm-hmm. So I picked that up, and I've been going through the dungeons and stuff. And I'm like, all right, now I, I'm, I'm like, I want to platinum it. I'm like, I'm getting there. So we'll. <laughs> Apparently there's another podcast going on in the background. Yeah, I see. <laughs> so, um, <Screen. laughs> yeah, I've been doing that a lot recently. Uh, I did pick up a an order from uh, SRS uh, Sub Rosa Studios, which is a sort of schlock movie production company, and they sell all their own DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. Uh, the latest release of Stephen Kang's Sharks of the Corn. Uh, directed by, sharks. yeah, Sharks of the Corn. What the fuck? Directed by Tim Ritter, uh, shot on video legend, who also made Killing Spree, an underrated gem from the 80s. Um, the movie's as insane as you would expect, and like, on a micro-budget scale. Um, you know, there's a serial killer that worships the spirit of a shark, kills his victims with a pair of shark jaws, there's literal sharks roaming the cornfields. Uh, secret clans with alien shark embryos and like a mafia espionage thing with like little a little kid in Beetlejuice clothes, Bigfoot, Stonehenge, titties. It's got everything. Um, and of course, bad acting and a ton of humor that's put into it as well. You know, you don't make a movie called Sharks of the Corn without being a little tongue in cheek. I think someone posted the the uh, poster for it, and I'm like, man, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever watch that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely if that. you're not put off by you know dumb shark movies and like uh, rubber dolls portraying the, the killer shark, then it's it's worth watching because it was pretty entertaining. It could probably be cut down a little bit; it's a little on the long side. But if you like the other uh, SRS movies. And any of Tim Tim Ritter's work, I uh, I recommend that. I'm sure Connor Blackman loves it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. No, it's good though. It's good. So they did have a hilarious line in it, and someone's like, "I'm not going in that cornfield." I heard there's sharks in there, and the guy's like, "Why would there be sharks <laughs> in a cornfield?" And she's like, "Listen, I watch all these movies. There's sharks in the sand. There's sharks in the sky. There's sharks in pr- in pretty much everything." And he's like, is that what you do with your time? You watch stupid shark movies? <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Audience commentary. I love it. Yeah, that's too meta for me. I was laughing. I thought that was funny. So, um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much about it recently. Just uh, video games and uh, horrible movies. But, um, yeah, let's keep it moving. I do have... A little bit of news that we have to cover. 
Uh, one I'm excited uh, about, Mike, and I feel like we need to cover this on the podcast, is that Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming out, I think, on the 18th. I'll watch it. And I'm, oh, I'm pumped. I'm, like, ready. I love Zack Snyder. He gets a bad rap. I'm not a huge fan of the superhero stuff, but before that, and now Army of the Dead, like, sign oh, Army of the me Dead, I know, right? up. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm going to be signing up for HBO just to get that. But my brother also told me about this awesome show. It's like a <laughs> kung fu show that's on HBO Max called um uh what the hell was it Warriors or Warrior something like that. It's supposed to be pretty hmm. awesome, and uh, I'll probably end up watching that too. So I love kung fu stuff. Um, another thing I saw that I can't believe one I've never heard of, because apparently there's been news about this coming out all over the place, is that there's a Borderlands movie coming out. I heard about that. I, I was like completely out of left field for me. I had no idea this was be actually being made. Directed by Eli Roth. Starring Kate Blanchett as Lilith. Uh, Kevin Hart as Roland. Jamie Lee Curtis as Dr. Tannis. Ariana Greenblatt as Tiny Tina, uh, Florian Montenot, I don't know who that is, as Krieg, and Jack Black as the voice of Claptrap. Uh, so, like, <laughs> Kevin Hart, man, as Roland? Uh, yeah, Roland is not a goofy character. No, and they're going to turn him out to be. Right. Like, like, I'm just Googling Roland, and this guy is, like, jacked. He's, like, a military dude. Right, he should be The Rock. Man. Like, Kevin Hart and The Rock are in everything. Roland should be The Rock. Oh, I don't know. Uh, and and I love Jack Black, but as Clap. Well, that's a voice. I mean, come on. Yeah, hopefully. It's hopefully. Or even better, if it's him in, like, a cardboard suit playing Clap. What the hell's Eli Roth doing, man? How did he get you this? You know, I... I... I remember when he was like praised as the next big horror director, yeah. you know, like he was being hyped up so much and now he's directing like these really just like odd, odd things, man. I don't know. Yeah, I can't believe that they're making this and, and they gave it to Eli Roth. It's it's just odd. I don't know. Like, what else has he got on here? And guess what? I bet you it'll be PG-13. Oh, it has to be, right? It's Borderlands. That's like a PG-13, <laughs> you know, game. Oh, absolutely. No word on who is playing um, Handsome Jack, though, Mike. That could be a big... You know, big Handsome Jack was, like, one of the best villains ever in a video yeah. game. So I hope... Is he going to be in it? I, Do I don't know? know. I mean, they're putting everybody else in it. Why not? Yeah. So, interesting... Um, also, I don't know if you saw this as well. There was a trailer for the new movie, uh, The Unholy, that came out. And it stars Jeffrey mm -hmm. D. Morgan, William Sadler, Carrie Elwes, um, some girl I don't know. And it's like, oh, it's a religious horror, which, you know, I'm a big fan of. And it's it seems to be about, like, the Virgin Mary. People are praying to the Virgin Mary, and she's doing all these miracles. But maybe it's like a demon and not actually the Virgin Mary. It sounds awesome. Yeah, it, watch the trailer. It looks good. And it's like, you know, big budget, looks awesome, has that, you know, 
religious horror feeling to it. So ah, uh, it's PG thirteen. Oh, son of a bitch! Are you kidding me? That's what IMDb says. Mm. But I'm still down for it. I mean, there could be some good uh, imagery in there. Yeah. Oh, it looks. Wait, the trailer itself. There's one shot where it shows like I guess Mary or whatever or whatever's supposed to be Mary, and it's just this hooded cloak, and you don't see a face. It looks so awesome. So, uh, yeah. That's what I got for news so far. You guys got any other topics you want to jump into before we hit the big one? Uh, no celebrity deaths is so, um, this month so far. Some Z-rate British celebrities, but nothing major, no horror-related. Well, knock on wood for that. Uh, also, Jeeper Creepers is getting a new trilogy. I mean, I think yeah. it's a. What? This one will have absolutely nothing to do with the original franchise. Yeah, and it's uh, it's being rebooted. So why are they shooting for a trilogy right away? This is what drives me nuts. Like, make one, and if it's good, maybe then you could get a couple more. But why? Why are we going right with a trilogy? It's from director Timo. Vu, Or, and Sola, who previously oversaw the Iron Sky films. Is that the one with the Nazis and sharks? Iron Not Sky is the Nazis on the, on the Moon, I believe. Oh, Nazis on the Moon. Which wasn't bad. I didn't see the second one, though. I didn't know there was a second one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, also, if you're... No one cares, but if you're a fan of xbox xbox bought bethesda some months back and now officially they have approval so pretty much all of bethesda's games are on xbox game pass oh right that's now. cool that they're on game pass yeah so like uh you know skyrim oblivion doom uh wolfenstein they're all on there have they said or have they made any inclination that they're going to move them to like xbox exclusives yeah, they said that, uh, I think they just came out with a, Phil Spencer just said that the majority of them will be exclusive, and that's going to be exclusive to PC and Xbox, Right, right, with Microsoft, whatever. But that's a, that's a pretty big hit, I mean, if they ever, yeah. if they ever come out with a Skyrim follow-up, you know, another Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, they, they have the trailer out for it, a teaser for it, but I forget what it's called, but it's Elder Scrolls Five, like... Oh, I forget the name of it, but if that's exclusive, man. <laughs> yeah. But someone said, like, why spend, how many billion of dollars was it? It was like seven billion or something. Like, why would you spend all that money for not having exclusives? <laughs> you know? I mean, to sell more copies, I would be my answer to that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I just hope it doesn't, I don't know. Uh, exclusives piss me off many times. Yeah, I mean, even if you have the consoles, because it's like maybe you prefer on playing one versus another, and then you, and even if you have both, you're forced to use the other one. I don't know. Oh, also, did you um did you hear about this Left 4 Dead game coming out? It's not Left 4 Dead, but it's like from the makers of Left yes, 4 Dead. Yes, it's like the team that made Left 4 Dead. I forgot what it's called. It's called like um I saw a trailer for it. Uh, Jeez, I, I I knew the name of it, and now I can't remember. It's something similar to Left for Dead, but it's not. 
And it's like this, like something for blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out for blood or something. And it's like the same type of thing where it's four characters co-op, uh, fighting hordes of zombies. And yep. yeah, you know, I'm on more board. Like, fuck Valve for not making another Left 4 Dead game, but you know, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> hey, they did a they did a Half Life game. Maybe they'll do a, a VR Left 4 Dead oh, now. F- fucking VR, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, but that's all. That's all the gaming news i got yeah. i guess maybe they'll make it for the um what the fuck is that what's the uh what's the xbox motion capture thing xbox motion yeah the capture. one on the the 360 and oh connect, connect yeah maybe they'll make it a connect exclusive <laughs> i loved my connect when i had it man I would be like Xbox pause and I would pause Netflix and everything. I'd come in with like some pizza and like a, a monster and I'm like, man, this is the life. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> didn't have to turn my controller. Microsoft on. is noting everything you bring in there. One one monster <laughs> energy check up the ads. For oh, monster. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's fine. Give me all the monster. My, I'll take them. My brother was just telling me he was he was uh, I don't know. We we're talking about something. And he's like, oh, yeah, my kids are big on um, uh, Dance Dance Revolution or, or something, whatever, one of those dancing games. And he's like, oh, I was playing with her and I hurt my foot. And I'm like, what do you have that on? Like, you don't have video games. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I got the I got the video games. Uh, it's got... I'm like, well, what are you playing it on? He, I'm like, do you have like a Switch or something? And he goes, I don't know. What the hell's a Switch? Like like a, a Switch for switching your games from one to another? I'm like, oh, my God. He goes, we have the Wii. I know that one. And he goes, we have another one. I don't know what it is. It's like it looks at you, and that's how you play the dancing game. And I go, looks- yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Xbox? He goes, that sounds familiar. Yeah, maybe it's the Xbox. That's what I got. And I'm like, oh, I go, wait, with like the Connect? <laughs> he goes, yeah, that's it. It's Connect 360. And I go, wait a second. You're telling me you got an Xbox 360. He goes, yeah, we just got it a couple months ago. It's pretty nice. And I go, Mike, that's fucking two generations ago. He probably bought it for like $600. (laughs) What are you? It's super hard to find. What are you talking about? Oh, I I was having like an aneurysm as he was explaining this to me. And I'm like, dude, we're like two or three years apart. How is this gap so huge? It would be the exact conversation I'd have with my father about it. <laughs> oh, that's oh man all right well let's get to our main topic then fellas um so we decided this time since we're so close to saint patrick's day we'll do a nice round of irish horror and i believe mike you wanted the stipulation that we can't do the leprechaun series because that would be fuck for that <laughs> That would be way too easy. How many times do these people associate that, you know? Right, right. That's what you see. If it's uh, if it's on St. Patrick's Day and people are watching some horror movie, it's going to be the Leprechaun series in one way or another. But I really didn't have a problem if you want to talk about Leprechaun in space. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should have. I did not watch it again. Um, I didn't prep any Leprechaun movies, but... We'll have to save him. We'll do a uh, we'll do an entire. You never prep a leprechaun movie. You just kind of end up watching. It's just it, there. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do an entire leprechaun series. I think. Dude, I am down. Shane, I know you're down. I'm always fuck. 
Uh, it's going to be incredible. He's been talking about the series. No shit. He's <laughs> been what I call a fucking fossil. Fuck you. <laughs> so. Apparently, it's to call me a fossil now. I've been calling you a fossil for fucking years. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> And the sexual tension's like insanely high. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So, fellas, in the world of Irish horror, there's a bunch that are out there. And um, Mike, you want to start on this one? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so, the first movie I want to talk about is a. Uh, underrated movie I didn't really hear much of people talk about it's called Extraordinary and it came out in 2019 uh, it was directed by Mike Ahern and Enda Laufman it was written and directed by them um, it's on Showtime and it stars Maeve Higgins Barry Ward, Will Forte and Claudia O'Darity so it's about uh, Rose Dooley is a driving instructor living in Ireland she has talents that can send wayward spirits into the afterlife, but hasn't done any of that in a very long time. <clears throat> in fact, she continuously gets phone calls asking for help, but she ignores them and comes up with excuses not to do them. Um, a man named Martin calls her one day saying he wants to learn how to drive. So once Martin gets in the car, it's pretty obvious he already knows how to drive. He admits to Rose that he wants, this, wants the spirit of his nagging wife to go on to the afterlife. She haunts the house and lectures Martin from beyond the grave. Um, meanwhile, a one-hit wonder rock musician named uh, Christian Winter, who's played by Will Forte, attempts to sacrifice a virgin to regain his popularity. Uh, Claudia, his wife, interrupts the ritual and, and inadvertently kills the woman. This means Christian needs to find a new virgin before the next blood moon, which is the following night. So Christian picks up a uh, this like stick thing. And he says that the stick can sniff out a virgin. It's like a big wishbone. And he just like <laughs> walks out of the house with it. And it leads to a store that Martin's daughter, Sarah, works at. So Christian takes a sample of Sarah's hair and puts a spell on her, making her motionless and floating in midair. So she's easier to kidnap. So the rest of the movie, you know, Christian's trying to get Sarah to complete his blood sacrifice. And Martin and Rose are trying to work together to get Martin's... Uh, dead spirit wife out of the house. Um, one of the best scenes in the movie, in my opinion, is uh, when Rose discovers that Martin can talk to spirits because he can communicate with his wife. That means he can communicate with other spirits. So she says in order to help him with Sarah's spell, she needs to collect the ectoplasm of different spirits. So Rose and Martin kind of go on this like little montage team up thing and they start answering the phone calls that Rose was ignoring earlier. And this results in really like hilarious series of events, but they're also pretty gross. Like uh, the way that they get the ectoplasm from the ghosts is like they, as Martin communicates with them, but he ends up, the ectoplasm ends up in his mouth. So he like spits the ectoplasm out and it's like, <laughs> he has to like spit it out in a garbage can and he gets sick and everything. It's disgusting, but it's so funny. Um, the acting, writing, all the characters are a ton of fun. There's not one bad character in this movie, and I'm not really doing it a service because this is a really funny movie. Uh, Will Forte is like one of my favorite comedy actors, and he's great in this. Uh, Claudia O'Darity too is hilarious. Um, so yeah, if you want like a good like Irish 
ghost comedy horror movie, I would definitely recommend this. Hmm. Yeah, I've never heard of this one. Yeah, not many people, I've brought it up to people, and not many people have. I think it was like, I mean, it was filmed in Ireland and Belgium, apparently. Um, They only did like $50,000, I think, on like opening weekend. But it's on Showtime. Um, I think at the time I watched it on Hulu. But yeah, it's it's great. Awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. That that sounds right up my alley. Is it like super Irish? Is everybody... Got like a th- Everybody's Irish besides Will Forte. Right. I was going to say. <laughs> Will Forte, he doesn't do like a, an Irish accent oh, or anything, God. but he's like, <laughs> his name's Christian Winter. He's like, they go into like a backstory of him on how he's like a one hit wonder. And he, he made this one great song, I think back in the 90s. And like ever since then, he's trying to like replicate mm-hmm. it. But he's also a devil worshiper. <laughs> and it's, just, it's great, man. That's awesome. Cool, gonna have to check that one out. Um, so the first one I picked up uh, was uh, The Hole in the Ground from 2019. Uh, this one's directed by Lee Cronin, uh, who is also being credited on the upcoming Evil Dead Rise, which will begin filming this year, according to Bruce Campbell. But I don't think he's in it. I think he's just a producer. Um, stars uh, Shauna Kearslake, James Quinn Markey, and uh, James Cosmo, who's recognizable from, like, Highlander, Braveheart, and Game of Thrones. So basically any movie that you need a big dude with red hair and a, and a beard, this is your guy. Um, the movie's about a single mom who's out living in the woods and trying to make it with her, like, awkward little kid. They run into this, like, senile old woman uh, and her husband, the guy from Game of Thrones, and eventually, the old woman is found dead with her head stuck in the ground like an ostrich. Like, just boom. <laughs> and uh, the old man tells her that the lady kind of went crazy because she had this, like, disassociative disease where she didn't think her kid was her kid anymore. And she kind of lost her mind. And I had just watched an episode of Law & Order SVU where the same thing happened with some World of Warcraft gamers. And they didn't know that the kid was theirs. They it was, they thought it was just someone living in the closet. <laughs> Fucking. <What? laughs> that was a good episode. <laughs> they spent their entire day playing World of Warcraft. It wasn't World of Warcraft. It was whatever Law and Order version of World of Warcraft. Right. <laughs> oh, it was funny. Anyway, so back to the story. And it's alluded <laughs> to that the old woman may have had something that contributed to her own child dying. But they don't really go into details on it. Um, But when the kid died, she just went completely overboard, lost her mind. So anyway, the single mom starts thinking that her kid isn't acting like normal. And she kind of gets it into her her head that, oh, maybe this my kid's been replaced and whatever. And uh, maybe it's got something to do with like this huge hole that's out in the middle of the woods. Um, The movie feels like an A24 style movie. Like it's got this... Everything is like sort of gray and depressing. It has this great feeling to it, but the, the the pace of it is real slow. I think that's probably the biggest detriment to the movie is that while it's got this great feeling to it, it just sort of takes forever to get things to move along, to get the story to progress. And it doesn't really pick up until the last 10 or 15 minutes when things kind of go bonkers. And I don't really want to spoil the whole movie because it's pretty new and, um, and still out there. But... Um, I enjoyed it. I've seen better 
Um, everybody's pretty Irish in the movie, you know. Uh, it takes place in Ireland, and everyone there is Irish. And it has uh, a little bit of Irish folk folklore sprinkled in with, like, um, the idea of uh, people being replaced and fairies living in, you know, these in the ground and stuff and just sort of weird supernatural things happening out in the woods. So I thought it was okay, but it wasn't anything groundbreaking that I'm going to, like, you know, go back to anytime soon. I'll probably hold off on it. Um, but what worries me is that this wasn't, you know, like an over the top, have fun, goofy, like, oh, this is going to be wild. So it makes me question how this director's going to make an Evil Dead movie. Maybe I got to see more from them. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm slightly concerned about the next Evil Dead after seeing this. Um, did, did you see this one, Mike? I thought maybe you had. Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was an A24 movie, but I think while watching it, I was thinking, man, this should be an A24 movie. <laughs> it has that feeling. Like, it really does. <clears throat> I didn't mind it. Um, I gave it a 7 out of 10, apparently, mm. when I watched it. But I liked the... I agree with what you said, though. It's very slow. But I liked the story a lot. I liked the um, ending, the um, the climax of the movie. Oh, yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. Um yeah, I thought it was decent. It was good. I just think it's one of those movies I think you can they could have trimmed a little bit out of it. You know, there's a little too much where they're just sort of hanging around the house. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that all builds that sort of sense of dread where it's just like the mother and her kid and she's like watching him, but trying to like trying not to make it obvious that she's watching him like that. sort that stuff was kind of cool. But, um, yeah, it was all right. Shane, have you seen this one? I haven't. No. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty much on most streaming services. I think. I think I watched it on Amazon. It, yeah, that's what it came up by. Yeah, I was gonna say it might also be on uh, Hulu, but I I know I saw it on Amazon, so it's it's on there if you get a Prime subscription. And uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Not as Irish as I might like in some other movies. Um, what do you got, Shane? I have my first pick of today. Is a film called The Canal. Ooh, so good. Oh, you've seen it, have you? I own it. I love that movie. Oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, basically it's um, an Irish movie from 2014, directed by Ivan Kavanagh and written by him as well, starring Rupert Evans, Antonia Campbell-Hughes, and Hannah Ho- <laughs> Hoekst- Hoekstra. <laughs> Sorry. So, I don't know why I find it is schoolboy humour in me, but... Anybody that has the words, any name that has the words H-O-E in it just cracks me up. Um, All right. Basically, film archivist David has been having a rough time lately as he suspects his wife, Alice, has been cheating on him with Alex, played by Carl Chaban, one of her work clients. The stress is compounded when David's work um, partner, Claire, gives him a reel-to-be-archived footage that shows that his house was the setting for a brutal murder in 1902. Becoming progressively more unsettled and unhinged, David begins to believe that a spectral presence in his house and ends up following his wife to a nearby canal where he discovers that she is indeed having an affair with Alex. When Alice goes missing shortly afterwards, David contacts, contracts the police, only to become prime suspect in her disappearance. As the police grow more convinced that David has murdered his wife, he struggles to find proof of his growing suspicion that something otherworldly was instead responsible. 
Now, I've only seen this movie once, and it was a few years ago, and I can remember watching it and thinking it was really well done. And it was very creepy. It was very eerie. And, um, you know, it was like, all these little elements to it that just added to it, the suspense and everything. And I just thought it was really cool how they did it. And the canal area as well um, that they used was just grim as fuck, I thought. It just um, really, it was just really, everything about the film just looked suspicious, if you see what I mean. And it's the whole suspense of it, I just thought was really cool, really well done. Um, and I, I quite liked it. I need to watch it again, actually. You're still there. Oh, yeah. We're here. I was just listening. Yeah. So you just fucking quiet all of a sudden <laughs> um but yeah no i really i really enjoyed this one and i just loved how there were little things that you saw in the movie um like one of the scenes when he's looking through murder photographs in his bedroom one of them is actually a photo of the crime scenes of actress sharon tate oh really uh, yeah it's pretty creepy and i lo- i loved all that that kind of stuff um, yeah, especially I, I, when uh, he's like running through the canal area, as Shane was saying, there's like it's filled with like graffiti and it's like dark corners and it's just like kind of gross. And it's like, oh, you know, it's uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but like that's the kind of place you would think would be the plot for this movie, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, so it, See, it it's, its environment really fits it, huh? It's like grimy. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of grimy. And the house itself, the house itself is really creepy as well. Especially when you get into the story, you just think it's just like a normal house, but as the story progresses, it's like the house becomes more co- progressively grittier mm-hmm. and dirtier. If you see what I mean, that's what it, that's what it seems like to me. That's what it comes across like. Cool. I'm going to look this up and see if I can find where this is. The canal. Yeah, I got the DVD of this. Uh, it came in one of my horror blocks when I used to subscribe to them. And I was like, sweet! <laughs> it's like an actual movie I enjoy. That's really cool. Yeah, I need, I, think, I need to watch this again. I do need to watch it again because it, it has been a while. Well, it's not on Amazon. Well, it is. You could rent it. Not on Prime. I'll have to go look. Maybe it's on Hulu or something. The Canal. Sounds good. Rupert Evans. What do I know him from? Kind of looks familiar. Hmm. Actor. Oh, the boy. That's where I've seen him. <laughs> I knew I saw this guy somewhere. Cool. Awesome. Mike, you had a second one you wanted to do, right? Uh, yeah. This is going to be very short, trust me. Uh-oh. Um, it's, uh, so I was Googling some Irish movies because that's one of the things I like about doing this podcast. I discover a lot of stuff. We make up a topic and then I kind of do a little bit of research on what I haven't seen before. 
And when I was Googling, this movie called Without Name from 2016 came up. And that's the name of the movie, Without Name. Um, it's directed by Lorcan Finnegan and written by Garrett Shanley. I watched this on Tubi, but it's also on Prime and Shudder. Um, it stars Alan McKenna, Niami Elgar, and James Brown. So it's about a land surveyor named Eric who gets a big job from a new employer. Before he leaves, he says goodbye to his family that clearly does not get along with one another. Uh, it's shown that the family is falling apart and there is a major tension in the household. Eric gets to a cottage that his employer rented and finds a bunch of books about mushrooms and nature in general. He goes out to pre-survey a piece of land in the woods and gets an eerie feeling that someone is watching him. Uh, there are a bunch of close-ups on the trees, grass, and overall atmosphere of the woods. That night, he contacts a student that helps him with jobs. I believe she's a college student who works with Eric as sort of uh, an internship. An internship with benefits, though, because she has a side romance nice. going with Eric. Yeah. As the, movie, as the movie goes on, the woods seem to be trying to communicate with Eric as more weird things start to happen every time they go out to survey the land. Eric goes to a bar and meets with a local who tells Eric that the woods he's in doesn't have a name and not on any maps. The cottage, era, the cottage Eric is staying in used to be the living quarters of a person who lost his mind out in the woods who said that he could talk to trees. Hmm. So... Uh, the acting's really good in this, and that's pretty much all I liked about it. Um, oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I I really like the acting in this. I thought everyone did a great job, but it's very slow and nothing happens. So the first twenty minutes goes by surveying land and stuff, and he you know he keeps looking around him. And this, because I watch movies with subtitles, and the subtitles just says ominous rumblings. I'm like, okay. And then, like, 20 and 30 minutes go by, and he's doing the exact same thing, but now he's got a partner with him, that, that uh, woman. And more ominous rumblings, and now she's starting to hear some ominous rumblings. And then another 30 minutes goes by, and we get, like, sort of the climax, and nothing happens. I'm telling you, like, I I don't think anything really happens in this movie besides speaking about the woods and about the person that used to live in that cottage. Um, there's some mushroom eating. There's some drugs. There's some tripping going on. Uh, it's yeah. It's an hour and a half of ominous rumbling. <laughs> ominous rumbling. Close ups. <laughs> close ups of trees and people taking mushrooms and tripping. It's that's the movie. So I wanted to talk about it because it does take place in Ireland, takes place, I think they said in Dublin, but there's like woods. I'm not really familiar with the area, but I know it's a, a very Irish movie. Uh, but I would, if you see it on Shudder or Prime or Tubi, I would suggest not watching. So I do have this on my Tubi watch list. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get to it, but I was like, oh, I'll watch that next in uh Maybe I'll hold off on it. I don't know. It makes Hole in the Ground look like Crank. <laughs> crank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Wow. 
All right. Slow one, huh? Yeah, because what sold me was I liked the poster of it. At least, you know, the image that pops up on Tubi. And it's, like, just that guy's oh, yeah. face, but it's all, all you know, it's a shot from, like, sticks and stuff. So I thought that looked cool, and I'm like, oh, maybe this will be good. The story is pretty decent like the the stuff he's reading in the books about nature communicating back and uh mushrooms and just the close-ups they put up on like the grass or the trees makes you think that something is going to happen but it never does Mm. and i just i was really bugged by the the climax to it and the ending i was like ah what the hell that's a shame well, can't win them all. So, all right, let me go on to my next one I got here, fellas. Um, from 2005, Isolation. And this is a movie I have did not hear about. I actually came across it. I think I was looking at, I don't remember what list it was. It was like 10 Irish horror movies to see. Uh, maybe it was from Bloody Disgusting or something. I don't remember. Um, but this one popped up, and... It sounded slightly interesting just reading the, you know, the little story synopsis. Uh, It's directed by Billy O'Brien, who also did Ferocious Planet, which I'm pretty sure was a sci-fi channel movie. I think I've seen it. Uh, He did The Hybrid, and he also did uh, I Am Not a Serial Killer, which I know is either on Netflix or Amazon. And I know it's on one of my lists because I always see it, but I haven't watched it. Um, So he's got some other stuff under his belt. Stars, Essie Davis, Sean Harris... Uh, Ruth Nega and a few more characters. Um, <clears throat> it's about a farmer who has a genetic scientist working on his farm, and they're trying to improve the fertility of cows uh, so that they can make more of that delicious $15 Irish butter that nobody buys because regular butter is so much cheaper. Um, and the mama cow is having problems with the calf, the calf she's giving birth in, and after like sort of a very rough delivery, uh, the vet ends up having to put the calf down and they do an autopsy on it. Cause it's all, you know, they're doing all kinds of testing. They want to see what was going on. And they find out that the baby calf was already pregnant with these little spiky inside out cow monsters. Um, and one of them happens to survive and escapes and is like going through the farm and boring into other cows and like, killing them from the inside and and breeding and spreading this like infection where it like takes over the host's body or something and replicates and um the scientists uh puts the farm into like lockdown so they're isolated from everybody else and there's you know there's the few characters that are sort of stuck in this one place and they ha- it's like this uh you know are you infected or or are you not and we can't let anyone leave and you know, they have to end up, like, fighting each other in case someone tries to get out for whatever reason. Um, and I I really enjoyed this. I thought it was, like, out of nowhere. I had never heard of it. And I was like, oh, Mutant Cows, that sounds ridiculous. But unlike many Irish movies that you see, this one is not humorous. They're not trying to make it funny. It's, like, just a straight-up monster movie. And if I had to sort of describe it as anything, it's kind of like a mash between, like, the thing in Deadly Spawn, because there's, there's, like, these little, like, creatures, like, scooting through uh, pools of, like, cow shit and piss, and then and they're trying to, like, catch them and stuff, but at the same time, you don't know who's infected with the disease, and, you know, they're they're going through different tests on each other and, and trying to stop people from escaping, so 
I thought it was pretty cool. The effects are really good. Um, and oddly enough, there's some hilarious yet accurate, like veterinary things going on. Uh, as I was watching it, I was watching it with a veterinarian in the room who shall not be named. And I was asking questions about what was going on. So there's like one scene towards the beginning, right? Where the vet has got her arm sleeved up in the, in the plastic sleeve and she's, into the cow, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen this stuff on TV or whatever, but she's, you know, elbow deep or further, uh, bicep deep inside the cow, uh, feeling the baby that's inside or whatever. And she gets bitten. She goes, ah, something bit me. And I start laughing and goes, yeah, they can bite you. It wouldn't be the first time I've been bitten by an animal inside another animal. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? So apparently, so someone said she was going to be, she was going to remain nameless. Oh shit! I'll have to bleep her out. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> you're Just right, Shane. I completely blew it. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, as I was hoping there's another person in the room. Oh well, may- maybe I shouldn't be uh, giving out uh, the medical <laughs> advice that Lisa let me know. But anyway, so so, so like that happened, <clears throat> and then they're going to deliver the the calf, and the calf can't come out. It's like stuck in there. And she's like, oh, yeah, that'll happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, sometimes you got to, like, get the winch, and you have to winch them out. There's, like, a mechanical winch you to pry, to pry the calf out of the cow. And that's the fucking next thing the guy, the farmer does. He breaks out the winch, and I'm like, oh, my God, she's right. And they're cranking this cow out. And they pull the baby out, and he's not breathing. So the farmer goes, I'll handle this. And he, and he grabs the calf by its hind legs and he literally picks this thing up and he's swinging it over his head over his head like it's i don't even know like bowser in mario 64 swinging it around in a circle and like drops it down and it starts breathing again and i'm like okay that's got to be bullshit right and he goes ah kind of you don't we don't really swing it but we just hang it over a fence. I mean, it's, you can't really, it's hard to lift an 80 pound cow over your head to swing it. But she's like, I guess you could do it. And I'm like, are you telling me this is accurate? <laughs> so, uh, but it, the whole thing was like, and even the, like the little inside out monster cows that come out, she goes, Oh yeah. What I wrote it down because I, I made her spell this out. It, it's a syndrome called schistus omis reflexus where like, the insides of the cow are on the outside and its spine is all fucked up and bent in half. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> That's Ew. awesome. So, um, I was highly entertained throughout the movie. The special effects are great. Traditional monster effects. I, I, I didn't see any CGI other than maybe some blood splatters. Um, when there's a couple, you know, blood shots popping out of things and there, there's like, you know, holes and animals and all kinds of like miniatures and stuff that they use. And it was pretty well done. It wasn't, you know, the best movie I've ever seen, but if you're, if you're in for a monster movie, this thing is definitely worth a watch. Um, so it's good. Isolation. You, t- you had me at deadly spawn meets the thing. Like there's shots, Mike literally. And you know, if you watch deadly spawn, you know what I'm talking about where it scoots through the water and you see that like oh, trail yeah. that goes through the water is exact shots of that. And I'm like, Oh, it's deadly spawn. I get it. <laughs> and I really like Essie Davis a lot. She was, she was awesome. Baba Duke. So I'm interested to see how she was like 
a few years prior to that. She doesn't have, I'll, I'll be honest, she doesn't have a huge role. She's the veterinarian. Oh. Um, and But like the, the farmer's the main guy. She's the veterinarian. So she's <laughs> in it a lot, uh, first half of the movie, and then things kind of get changed up. But the, the, I can't remember the scientist guy's name, too. He was he was in it more. And then there's like a couple uh, squatters that are living on the land, and they're more, they become more prominent as the movie goes on. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Um, what did I watch this on? I think it was Tubi. I think it's on Tubi and maybe Hulu. It's on IMDb TV for oh, free, too. there you go. Yeah, it's, it's a fun one. And out of, out of nowhere, I love when you find movies like that, you know, that you just never, never yeah, even awesome. heard of. And you're like, oh, I liked it. <laughs> it seems fewer and harder to come by over the years. All right. Uh, who, uh, who else had one? I missing somebody? Shane, you had another one, right? Shane. Yeah, me. Well, that's why I said you have another one. Yeah. Um, I've got Botched from 2007. Um, written by Damon, Ru- Damon Friel, Derek Boyle, and directed by Kit Ryan. Basically, this one is set in Russia, and it's about um, a professional thief whose luck has run out. Um, and basically he's the only survivor from a heist that goes terribly wrong. Um, Richie played by Stephen Dorff is forced to take the rap and is sent to Russia to steal a priceless antique cross locked in the safe on the penthouse floor of a Moscow skyscraper. Things start badly and go rapidly downhill when during the robbery, Richie and his Russian accomplices are forced to take hostages because they are trapped by the police on the unused 13th floor. Also, what I would fi- what they failed to mention is that this movie is batshit fucking insane because you have a Viking warrior running around in full armour, chasing people down and killing them with a fucking great sword. And also, because of the whole um, Russian... Um, ties you have a family of servants running around basically doing this doing this guy's every bidding so they're lining up all these people for this fucking warrior dude to basically stab up and it's actually hilarious in places it's ridiculous it's ridiculously yeah. hilarious um oh yeah and sean pertwee's in oh. it as well now you sold me shane yeah, and um, it's really, really very bizarre and very, very funny. Stephen Dorff isn't actually bad in this one. I'll give him that. I mean, I don't usually rate him as an actor, but, uh, but um, <laughs> it was really good fun in this, and it made me laugh because of the sheer ridiculousness of it. Um, and it is, it is a comedy horror, obviously. But when I say this movie is batshit insane, um, I thought I I didn't know what the fuck I was watching because it started off, oh, it's a heist, it's got a bit tits up, bloody blah, and this bloke in armour comes out with a fucking sword and I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) But trust me, it's really, really funny when you watch it. Um, It's just... It's fucking insane. There's like this scene where Stephen Dorff is trying to get out and there's all this like Russian family all sitting there 
they're trying to it's kind of oh how can i describe it think a more horrific version of clue where the family are trying to stitch other people mm -hmm. up and it all goes horribly wrong it's that goofy yeah that kind of has the violence it's graphic it brutal people getting decapitated getting the limbs cut off bloody blah, blah all that kind of stuff it's it's mental it's fucking mental it's not quite as mental as um oh what was that first person movie that came out a couple of oh, years back uh, hardcore henry hardcore henry hardcore henry not as mental as that but pretty mental but it was just funny. And Hardcore Henry was awesome. I mean, it was mm. insane. But That's you know. funny you, you bring that up. I was just talking about Hardcore Henry the other day. Nobody talks about Hardcore yeah. Henry. That movie's... <laughs> I love that movie. It's so good. It is really good. I can remember watching that for the first time. And I was like, I don't know if I've got motion sickness or if my brain is having a seizure. But this film is crazy and I kind of like it. But yeah, I mean, botched. It's not in the similar. It's not that similar kind of thing. But it's hysterically funny in places, and it's like an all British cast, kind of. So all the actors in there are British, apart from mm -hmm. Stephen Dorff. But um, Sean Pertwee playing a Russian mobster. Sean Pertwee funny. plays a Russian mobster. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh man. Wow, yeah. that sounds like a blast. Well, dude, I think you'll love it. It's just, it's just fucking insane. And there's not, there's not many movies that I watch and I say that movie was fucking insane. But that and Hardcore Henry and, um, oh yeah, uh, Dead Snow Two, I consider to be completely batshit Dead insane. Snow 2. <laughs> Snow 2, man. Come on. Yeah, that's way better than the first oh, Dead Snow, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. But that film, that was I watched it, and I was just like, what the fuck? It's like, next level. This is next yeah, level. Yeah, but is it, is it levels of and Crank then, 2 insane? I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen Crank. Oh, my crank God. Two. 2 is nuts. <laughs> yeah, but... When, I'm sorry, but when in Dead Snow 2 you've got the power to raise the dead and then, you know, all right, spoilers if you haven't seen Dead Snow 2, where the fuck have you been? But when you go to resurrect your dead girlfriend just to fuck her in the back of your car to the tune of Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler, which, by the way, I can never listen to that song in the same way again after watching Dead Snow 2. Um, that's kind of crazy, insane. That would, yeah, that. If you like, if you like people having sex with their dead wife, you watch MacGruber. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, barking like a seal while he's doing it as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna friggin' explode. <laughs> <laughs> I just did some searching, Shane. I cannot locate botched. I think you could, you could rent it on Amazon. Right, okay. Oh, uh, by the way, um, Ryan, the canal, you can watch it on Prime Video, Tubi, Shutter. 
in case Excellent. you're interested. Yeah, I, th I could add that to my Prime video. Sweet. A botched is... Yeah, you can't get on anything. You can rent it for three bucks on YouTube. You could buy Amazon. the used DVD for six dollars on Amazon. Shane, do you think it's worth a three dollar rent? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> to be it, uh, honestly, it's probably going to be in better quality than the six dollar used DVD you can pick up. Oh wait, there's Absolutely. one for three thirty five used. I may change my mind. Uh, we're down to two six. Two sixty six. What is this loose? <laughs> it comes with a stamp on the yeah, front right. of the disc with no thing and no envelope. Oh man! When you watch it, you'll have to let me know what you think of it. Just message me and say I've just watched Watch and what the fuck, you know that kind oh, of yeah, thing. I'm gonna put just this... let me know what you think of it because it's. It's a stroke of genius, really. It's just fucking. I'm gonna put mental. this on my wish list now, so I don't forget about it. And it's on there. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah. So you guys got any others? Uh, no. Nope. I do got one. Uh, <laughs> no, I've got more than one. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you're done. All right. Um, I did just watch Grabbers again last night, so I figured I'd mention that. I don't think we've ever really talked about it in, uh, other than mentioning it in passing. Um, 2012, directed by John Wright, uh, who also directed Robot Overlords, which I haven't seen, stars Richard uh, Coyle, who is in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, haven't seen it, but I, I know that's like a popular show, I think, on Netflix. Uh, Ruth Bradley and Russell Tovey, uh, who is a British actor. Um, movie takes place. Russell What's that, Shane? Russell Tovey. Russell Tovey was in the British version of Being Human. Oh, okay, I assume he plays a skinny, nerdy guy. Yeah, he played the werewolf in Being Human. So, um, this one is pretty Irish. It takes place on uh, an Ireland, an island off the coast of Ireland. That's tough to say. Uh, and it's a pretty standard monster plot movie. Um, a young police officer arrives onto the island uh, at the same time that a that ravenous space aliens crash land just off the coast um, and are there to eat and breed. And uh, Officer Lisa and her alcoholic partner uh, team up with, with a local scientist <laughs> and an old town drunk named Patty. Uh, to find out uh, that Patty was attacked by one of these creatures, and the only reason he survived was because his blood alcohol level was so high that the grabbers couldn't live after they ingested his blood. Um, so the plan quickly becomes to gather all the townsfolk into the local pub and get everyone so pissed drunk that they make themselves inedible to the monsters. And as you can tell from the description, this is pure comedy horror. It's like... You're watching this, and you're going to be laughing. It's ridiculous. It's super Irish. Like, one of my favorite parts was uh, the, the the woman, uh, the new de detective, or not detective, whatever, the new police officer comes in, and she goes to this, like, construction site, and then, you know, some of the guys are catcalling her, and she's like, all right, give me your name, and he responds in this, like, just Gaelic string, and she looks at him like, I have no fucking idea what you said. It reminded me of, um, <laughs> of, uh, what's that one with Brad Pitt, the, um... 
Oh, yeah, snatch. snatch. It reminded me of that. Like people are just like, "What the fuck did he just say?" So there's a, there's a lot of real funny parts in the movie that crack me up. Um, they they go into the they go into the church services and they're like, "All right, everybody, we need everyone to like come to the pub. We're gonna be throwing a party." And everyone's like, "Ah, I don't know." And he's like, "Oh, did I mention that it's free bar?" And the entire place jumps up. <laughs> so um. Yeah, it's a good time watching people, you know, they're they're taking the breathalyzer constantly to make sure that their alcohol levels are high enough. Um, but then it becomes this, like, funny situation where they're trying to, like, battle the monsters. But at the same time, they're so drunk that they're inept. So, like, they make stupid decisions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a good one. Uh, it's probably not up to the tier of like comedy horror that's like Shaun of the Dead or Tucker and Dale, but it's absolutely a blast. And I mean, if you're looking for something to watch with some friends and imbibe in some alcohol uh, or whatever your choice is, um, this is definitely one that's going to make you laugh and you're going to have a good time with it. The effects are actually not too bad either, despite them being like almost all CGI. Uh, it's It's done in a way that they don't show too much of the monster, but what they do show it's, you know, it looks fine. You're not like, Oh, that looks horrible. Um, and what probably my favorite line that, uh, I was watching it with miles, uh, his, uh, his favorite one he was repeating all night was I say, we feed it. I say, we feed it father pots unless he eats shit. It'll choke to death. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm actually, I'm looking at the, um, the uh, trivia on Grabbers on IMDb mm. and basically there's like before shooting director John Wright took actors Richard Coyle and Ruth Bradley out drinking and filmed them while drunk. Ruth Bradley discovered many quirks about herself while drunk that she used in her performance. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got while writer Kevin Lehane was backpacking across the world and being bit by mosquitoes. He heard the urban legend that eating Marmite, a vitamin B-rich yeast spread, which, by the way, is vile shit, prevents mosquito bites. Hearing that, he wondered whether mosquitoes also got hung over from drunk people's blood. The thought stayed with him until he returned home and wrote the script for, grab- for Grabbers based on the premise, get drunk to survive. And that's, and that's yeah, pretty much what it is. I, yeah. I remember watching this back in, like, 2012, and I had a really good time with it. I just never revisited yeah. it. It definitely stays with you. Yeah, it's a fun one. Like, it's not serious at all. You know, some of the other movies we were talking about are like, oh, it's really dark and intense. This one's like, nah. <laughs> it's probably got the tone of, like, tre- uh, Tremors or something like that, you know? Goofy and fun. It's like looking at the quotes. It's like, Garda Lisa Nolan, you're drunk. Garda Karen O'Shea. No, I'm not. Is that right? Karen chuckles. Say the alphabet backwards for me, um, <laughs> Z, uh, etc. I hope you're not driving. No, I'm taking Johnny's horse. Yeah, you're going to ride a horse while intoxica- intoxicated. Yeah, so the horse is sober. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that film. That film is fucking funny. Yes, it is funny. We wa- we watched that last <laughs> night, and it's uh, it's fun. Good time. Yeah, it's nine years old. It came out in 2012. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure, I think it's still on Netflix. It was on Netflix forever, like, since it came out. It was on there, and I think it's still on there. If it is, I might watch that later tonight, because I don't actually own that on DVD. I should really. 
Grabbers is on. It doesn't say it's on Netflix. It says it's on DirecTV and AMC Plus. Oh man, maybe it got pulled off. Oh, but yeah, it's worth checking out. It's and I might do I own a copy of this? I don't know. I'd have to go look. I think I might or maybe not. If I don't, I'm probably gonna pick up a copy just to have. So, yeah. Um, and any others, Shane, that you wanted to mention? No, I've got nothing else. Yeah, there's a bunch on there that we didn't get to or, you know, get a chance to go over. Uh, Wakewood, Citadel, uh, The Hollow, Dark Song, and, of course, everyone's favorite, Rawhead Rex. The classic. <laughs> Man, that will be so good. <laughs> See, I put, I put a question up on Twitter and I got no fucking responses. <laughs> oh, um, I got some. I put a thing up on Instagram and I think I've got a couple of responses. I'll get to that in a second. But there was... Um, I did get a couple on, no, I got one on Facebook, I believe. But because, like an idiot, and this is kind of funny, because this is me we're talking about, um, I did put a post up, what was it, it was last week, I put a post up on Instagram, because this is where, this is how organised we are, guys, you know, all those avid listeners. Um, I put the post up last Friday, thinking it was last Sunday that we were recording because um you know this is how organized we actually are um so it was <laughs> i yeah I, oh yeah i didn't actually get any responses on instagram either um so i got one on friend face uh, as i like to call it um or fastbook you know you know, just, you know, that other thing that seems to, that other website that seems to take over everybody's fucking lives. Uh, oh, where is it? Scrolling, scrolling. Oh, boy, Shane. Oh, yeah. Stephen has a Harrison. He said the Hallows, and he wished us all a good horror podcast. And then your brother, Greg Toots, said Leprechaun 4 in space really honors my <laughs> Irish ancestry. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. You know, that's all we got. I'll check Twitter again just in case anybody did actually decide to reply, but I have a sneaking suspicion they didn't. Um, I, they're all cunts. Um, I put up a uh, picture of Stitches, which is another good Irish horror oh, movie. Stitches, that we've I talked about. about that. We've talked about that in the podcast before, but I can't recommend that enough. That The effects in that movie... The, the humor in it, it's awesome. I love Stitches. But I put up a picture of Stitches on the Instagram, and I asked people their favorites. Um, and I asked them to, to bukkake me with recommendations. <laughs> and Johnny Barrisett, Johnny Barrisett said, Only good Irish horror movies I can think of are The Hollow and Grabbers, both good and both different. And Patrick Timothy Shaw commented, Intoxicated Dwarves from Hell... And when I asked him if it was real, he didn't respond. <laughs> so I'm nah. hoping, <laughs> I'm really hoping, hoping it's real. Did you real. look this up? <laughs> I didn't. I or is he just it. describing Irish people? <laughs> what was the film called? What did he say it was? Intoxicated Dwarves from Hell. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. I don't know what he's talking about, though. 
Oh, I first. Oh, there's um, Windrose released new single, Drunken Dwarves. How to beat drunken faction dwar- wars? Um, drunk dwarf um, at drunk angry angry dwarf on Twitter. I'm gonna have to look at this. There's Hank the drunk uh, angry. angry drunken dwarf. He was on Howard Stern like 20 years ago. Drunk. There is <laughs> there is an account. Oh, it's dated back 2018. Yeah, drunk, drunk dwarf, drunk at drunk angry dwarf, short, angry, mildly intoxicated. Must be a slow mm. night. Has follow seven people. Has one follower. With tweets like these swamps are making my nuts rub together. <laughs> um, <laughs> is Sylvanas still alive? Bloody hell! I napped too long. That's just crazy. So it's yeah. not real. <laughs> no, not yet. Now, not maybe, yet. maybe he wants to. Maybe he's in the middle of making That's it. That's his know? screenplay. He's just trying to get the name out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I I don't remember if we ever like did an episode on Rawhead Rex or anything, but I'm. Yeah, we did years ago. No, did we? You know, I'm going to go back and find all the movies that we did talk about and put them in a list. I know. I, because... I, I should do that, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'll see if I can attempt it. I got nothing else okay, going Well, because there's so many times that we'll just, like, mention something. We're like, oh, yeah, it's like that movie, but we never actually covered it, you know? I'm like... See, the thing is, right, the way I see it, you've only got to look at the um, Sound Clash. Sound Clash. Sound Clash page. And just look at the episodes. Yeah, that is they'll all be... Yeah, they all... <laughs> Uh-oh. There he is. But, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's that's all we got, right, on horror movies? Yeah, I think that's all I have. I mean, we could always, uh... Could always do more. But, um, you know, we'll have to save some for another time. I mean, next St. Patty's Day, we'll do something. Yeah, we gotta. What else are we gonna do? Maybe we could do our Leprechaun series next. Uh, St. Yeah, we'll definitely give Shane about a year to uh, prep. Yeah, yeah, I won't be taking part in that one. <laughs> and, you know, I got the Blu-ray of all of them. So really, because it was like ten dollars at Walmart. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this. <laughs> I think. I believe I'm still on my DVDs, Mike. I don't think I got the Blu-rays of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, they even have the, the crappy new ones on there, too. So. Really? The origin ones? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, that movie. Maybe just the first origin one? I don't think the second oh, one. But... more. That, that movie is garbage. I remember being, like, super pissed off when I watched that. Because it was so detrimental to the Leprechaun series. It, oh, and all the quality terrible. films they've built up over the years. <laughs> I mean, they're more rewatchable than a lot yeah. of other movies. So, although they went back, I think after that awful Origins movie, I think they went back and made another one in the series. Although I don't think Warwick Davis was in it. It was like a uh, like a Sci-Fi Channel movie or something that was on TV. He needs to come back and do one more Leprechaun movie. The guy movie. is so old. <laughs> He's old, and he's like he's got so much more talent than that. Leprechaun Returns. <laughs> that's the one. Oh no! Two thousand and eighteen, baby. What? 
Oh God, that that guy looks like the lead singer of uh, Necrogoblin. Yes. Let's see, Lyndon Porco is the the leprechaun in this. Canadian, eh? Good for him. Good for him. Hey, Mark Holton's in it. Who? He played Ozzy from the first uh, Leprechaun. Uh, and he's back, huh? Yeah, and he was Wait, in a league of their own with Tom Is Hanks. he playing Ozzy again? Oh my yes. god, that's awesome. <laughs> now I gotta watch this. He was also in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I will say, Mike, I'm a little frightened. This one has a 5 on IMDb. That's pretty high for a fucking Leprechaun movie. With three over 3,000 votes. Yeah, that's right up there with Leprechaun 3. <laughs> I mean, hell, I gave Leprechaun Origins a 4. So I've not watched any of the Leprechaun Come on, movies. Shane. Well, one. One. <laughs> fucking awful. What about Leprechaun 4 in space? Yeah, that's that, that's Greg's right. favorite. Or the the poster is just the Moonlander with the Leprechaun in the background. <laughs> All I'm going to say to that is just fucking no. No, no, no. I think Man, Ziggy, you don't know what yeah. you're missing until you've seen a two-story Leprechaun. Oh, my God. Ziggy is in agreement. Aren't you, Ziggs? He's just staring into space. All right, fellas, let's, let's wrap so, this up. So we can get on to our nonsense of our days. If you want to reach the podcast, yeah. uh, you can hit us up on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. And if you want to get a hold of me um, on Twitter, at Ryan Tutelo. On Instagram, All You Need Ryan. And you can also find me on Facebook and the upcoming horrormovies.com message board. And um, pretty much wherever else. Uh, Mike? Yeah, I'm doing the uh, All You Need Blood podcast Instagram. I'm on Facebook, the UHM Forum, uh, All You Need Blood podcast Facebook. I'm on Instagram as Whittemore, my last name, with a zero instead of an O. And that's it. Shane? Uh <laughs> can find me on Instagram, RoboGenius74, Twitter, Dead Cell Society, and if you really can be bothered, um, Facebook, all you need is Blood Podcast Group page, and that's about it. Excellent. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And I guess I'll just say bye for now. Bye. Lighters. I would like to congratulate myself for not slipping into a bad Irish accent in the entire episode. I would like to congratulate you for not doing that too. <laughs> oh, man.